Checking. Hello. Hi, everybody. What's going on? We're podcasting from the road. Welcome to the pod. I hope the AirPods are giving good audio. I don't know. I can't tell because I can't hear anything because I don't have the, 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 the noise isn't coming back through my AirPods. So I'm just making a guess. But this lighting is making me look three and a half years younger and I'm digging it. I hope you guys are good. Welcome to episode whatever the fuck of the Vibecast with Brett Pella. This week's episode is brought to you by some killer people. Uh, don't skip the ads. You know how we do the ads are the most fun part of the show. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, brought to you by Vibe Rose at Vibe Rose on Instagram. We are launching this month. I still don't even want to tell y'all too much about it because I'm so excited that I want the moment that I tell you everything about it to really be a big, fun, happy moment and not be me on two hours of sleep in a hotel room in Philadelphia. So go to Instagram, follow at Vibe Rose. That's V-Y-B-R-O-S-E. We're dropping this month. We're going to do a sweet hookup deal for everybody that follows the Instagram and a bunch of cool stuff is happening with that project this year that I'm so excited about. Uh, also brought to you by Masszymes from Bioptimizers and Newtopia from Bioptimizers. Bioptimizers is the fam. If y'all have been um, rocking with me for a little bit, then you you already know that. Newtopia is their customizable line of nootropics. Nootropics are uh, it's a supplement that is specifically designed to help optimize your brain function and different aspects of cognitive abilities. It's not going to let you see through walls. I've already tried, but it's going to do pretty much everything else. Go to newtopia.com slash Brent. That's N-O-O-T-O-P-I-A.com slash Brent for a discount. Also brought to you by Cacao Bliss from the homies over at Earth Echo Foods. I love this product. I've been using it for years. I'm super happy to start working with them. It's delicious ceremonial grade cacao. If you've never been to a transformational music festival, you probably don't know what that means, but it's okay. Cacao has a ton of properties to benefit your health, antioxidants, uh, natural energy, um, and a bunch of other things that can help balance your mood and, and, and help you feel your best. Okay, so Earth Echo Foods, look up Cacao Bliss. I do not have a discount code for this week, but I will next week. So if you buy something from them, just say I sent you. Okay, moving in to the episode. We're here in Philly. I'm out in uh, Philadelphia right now. I've been on tour for a couple days this week. Um, and I'm very tired, real tired. Real, starting to get a little, little sinusy up here too. You know, a couple back-to-back flights in a row and uh, a lot of driving a rental car on the New Jersey Turnpike I think will make anybody sick. Um, I don't even think it was the flights or any type of like food sickness. I think it was literally spending more than 10 minutes driving through New Jersey is what made me sick. I think that'll make anybody sick, honestly. Um, that turnpike is something else, dude. If you guys live in Jersey, I don't know how you do it. Whoever designed that turnpike must've been on acid. Had to have been. That's the only way. The only way the New Jersey turnpike could have ever been dreamt up is if somebody popped the tab and started drawing on a piece of paper like, wait, yeah, it's gotta be like this. Let's add like seven right-hand turns here and then maybe a 359 degree angle here. I guess that, well, no, a one degree angle, that's the sharp, I don't know, I forget math, but you get it. Um, yeah, man, Philly's fun. I'm on tour all summer. It's a good vibe tour. Brentpella.com slash shows. Um, later this month, we got Bloomington, Minnesota. Coming up, uh, Los Angeles on June 10th and 11th. They uh, were doing shows with Don't Tell Comedy. So go to don'ttellcomedy.com 
June 10th is going to be in the Manhattan Beach area down uh, by LA. And June 11th is Saturday, and that will be um, in Culver City in LA. So come through for that. And we're doing free tastings for Vibe Rosé. Those shows are going to be sponsored by the Vibe. So cruise out, come hang, come kick it, come say what up. Um, beyond that, what else? Denver out in August. I think August 4th, I'm finally coming to Denver for the first time. Very excited. Um, what else is fun? Uh, San Diego. July 29th through 31st. That'll be a blast. And then a bunch of other places too. Oklahoma City, Dallas, um, and other places I can't think of right now because my brain is all New Jersey turnpiked out. Um, but yeah, man, we're on the road. It's fun. It's it's a good time to be on the road. It's, uh, it's, it's nice to see people out and about again, you know, and out having fun and, and being alive. And saw that also this past weekend at Lightning in a Bottle Music Festival out in California. Um, that was a blast. You know, transformational festivals are my favorite, like, environment to be. They're, they're just, there's this, like, very communal energy to it. Um, to a transformational festival that you don't really get at a place like Coachella or Outside Lands. Those are much more commercial and, you know, it's, it's full of people on their phones and trying to get good pics and, um, and that's all good. It's fine. They should exist for that reason. There's, there's plenty of people that want that. Uh, but I really enjoy just dressing like, uh, you know, um, a hippie bum look type dude. And going out to the desert and listening to bass music with my friends. That's one of my favorite things to do. So Lightning in a Bottle was that last weekend. And that was super fun. It was also very, very grossly dusty out there. Uh, I've never been to Burning Man. But I can imagine. I see them with masks on. And now I know. Now I know. The masks work for dust. They must. Otherwise, I don't think people would be wearing the masks. Um, but yeah, you know... If you, if you have an opportunity, it's not for everybody. I've, I have a lot of friends that said no, that didn't want to go to a uh, lighting in a bottle. Um, and it's, it's definitely not in everybody's comfort zone. I don't think, you know, a, a transformational music festival where people are dressed up in kimonos and, uh, scarves and headdresses. And there's a lot of steampunk leather, a lot of leather bracelets, a lot of asses are out. All right. Mostly girls, some dudes. And, you know, who gives a shit? Everybody's there to have fun, listen to music, and, um, you know, hopefully leave with um, a bit better of a perspective toward the world and toward your own life and relationships than you had going in. That's the, that's the goal. Um, this year's festival at Lightning in a Bottle was a little bit different. The last time I went was 2016, 2017, 2018. Um, and it was great. It was those three years in a row were some of the best experiences I've had at any concert or festival environment ever. And they were very transformational. There was, it was very rooted in, in, um, um, in, you know, the, the, it was rooted in what felt, what it felt like to me was that it was rooted in the intention of, uh, bettering your state of mind when you left the festival, creating relationships that would last and adopting the ethos of the festival, which was very much um, respect for the world, honoring the world, the earth that you live on, and honoring your life and your body and other people's lives around you uh, through communication, the way you interact with people, through um, the music and the celebration and, and the partying. 
um, it was all very conscious, you know, which, and, and by that, I mean, when somebody would bump into you, they would say sorry, and then probably start talking with you, and five minutes later, the dude who bumped into you is now, like, a good friend for the rest of the weekend. Whereas at a festival like Coachella or EDC, somebody bumps into you, and they turn around, and their pupils are bulging from the shitty pressed pills that they just took, and now you have an enemy, <laughs> you know what I mean, and they're mad, and you're mad, and it's just a different, like, ethos, you know what I mean, so... That's what LIB was in 16, 17, 18. This year was a little different. It felt a little more commercialized, a little more mainstream. Um, just overhearing people's conversations. You know, people were talking differently here and there, talking about getting fucked up or like how crazy their like visions were. And it was fucking a trip and da 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 da. And that's like, that's not really my vibe, um, but to each their own, as long as they had a good time and they were safe, cool. But it, it's just not, it didn't feel like the original LIB. So if any of y'all have ever been to Burning Man or, I don't know, Woodstock uh, back in the day, I guess that might have been the first ever transformational festival, huh? Um, that's more in line with, with what I dig. And it was a good time. It was a great time. Had some great experiences. Bought a really cool piece of art from uh, Gavinger. He's an artist out of... Asheville, North Carolina. I think that's in North Carolina. He, he goes by Gavinger. His name is Gavin. G-A-V-I-N-G-E-R with an underscore at the end on Instagram. You can go check out the painting I just bought. Super dope. Cool dude. Um, one of the first pieces of art I've ever bought. So that felt pretty cool. Buying a piece of art from a fellow artist. And um, yeah, it was cool, man. What else? What else we got? Dude, uh, hey, man. Fucking, hey, America. Stop shooting. Stop shooting shit. You know what I mean? What the fuck's going on? I was driving to Philly today. My friend texted me and he said, hey, dude, are you good? I heard there was a shooting in Philadelphia last night. And I was like, I wasn't surprised. I, I wasn't in town yet. So obviously I, I didn't know. Uh, and I, I obviously wasn't there. But it's like, dude, there's been more. So a mass shooting is what? Three or more people killed or just shot? The, the um, definite, I've read different definitions for it. But it's like, it's become just so normal. There's this process of like, here's another one. Here's the news report. Here's the police chief saying this never should have happened and our hearts go out. Here's the president saying something needs to be done. And here's the NRA saying it's not our fault. And here's the Democrats saying Republicans have blood on their hands. And here's the Republicans saying, nope, crazy people gonna be crazy. And then, you know, a couple days later, it's done. And then it happens again. And it's just a, it's a, it's cyclical. And um, at this point, it's like, it's hard to even, you know, it, this sounds really shitty. But it, I, I remember um, when I was first starting to become aware of things that happened on the news, I felt really bad and empathetic and down uh whenever i heard about a mass shooting and now i feel like i've been conditioned to see the news report of a mass shooting and look at it like um you know somebody lost their dog and that makes me really sad uh, because of how much it's happened you know i don't i i shouldn't look at it i i do have like deep empathy for, I, I don't even know what the fuck it feels like to experience something like that or to have somebody 
in your life that has gone through that or been affected by that directly. I don't know. Um, so it's almost impossible for me to really have like legitimate emotions that tie into that. But I just, I remember I used to feel so much worse and now I don't because I feel like I've been conditioned to the point where this is normal news. And that makes me feel like shit. That actually makes me feel like a bad person. That I just, I, I was walking through the lobby here in this hotel room in Philly and there's a TV playing and it's showing the press conference and the banner on the bottom, the ticker is talking about how many people were shot, how many people died, how many people are in the hospital. And I took one look at it and I kept walking and I went back on TikTok in the elevator. And then I got to my hotel room and I was like, holy shit, I just walked right past that like insane event that's being talked about on the news. And I like almost didn't even give it a second thought. And that makes me feel like shit because I think maybe too many people are like that at this point, you know, maybe too many people have been conditioned to the point where they don't spend enough time actively thinking about these things and talking about these things. And maybe that's what that's, that might be a contributing factor to, um, events like this continuing to take place because maybe if people cared a little bit more, if more people cared a little bit more, then some of those people would be the type of people that we elect to pass some regulations that could possibly prevent this type of thing from happening. And anybody who says that there's nothing that can be done uh, in terms of like gun reform, not gun regulation, reform, that's a different thing to me. And everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but. I, I like the word reform because um, I, I, not knowing a ton, but knowing enough about what it takes to get a gun, uh, I, I feel like there should be, it should be a little bit harder, just a little bit. And if you're not a crazy person, you shouldn't fucking care about that. But if you're a crazy person, then you should care about that uh, because you shouldn't be able to get a gun as easy. You know, if the weapons are bought legally, by people that are psychotic, then maybe we need some infrastructure to check in on people with those weapons um, just to make sure they're not crazy. You know what I mean? What does that look like? I don't know what that looks like. Maybe that looks like, you know, you have to take a driving test to get a car. You don't have to take a shooting test to get a gun. So maybe you need to be actually tested and interviewed for five minutes and take a little quiz. Maybe you do have to take a quiz some, in some places. I don't know. But you don't have to like prove that you know how to use a gun. Um, and I think we might just be lacking the, uh, the resources and the infrastructure to make sure that crazy people don't have as easy access to guns. Um, and then, uh, you know, above and beyond that is the mental health crisis, uh, that just continues to be swept under the rug that a lot of people enjoy ignoring and, and not even talking about. Um, but there are a lot of people out there that are not balanced and that show signs and those signs get ignored by friends and family or um, like not discussed enough or not acted upon enough. Um, and then that leads to things like this and things like what's been happening over 200 times this year, I think more than three people have gotten shot. And I, I, by a lot of definitions, that's a mass shooting. So. I don't have a fucking answer. 
I don't. This is just a dude ranting in a Philadelphia hotel room with a little bit of sinus pressure going on in his nose. Okay? So, I don't have the answer, but it sure as shit doesn't involve nothing. And the reason I like the, the term reform is because that has the connotation of, of uh, taking a topic and or a situation and making it better to me. Um, rather than regulation, which makes it sound like you're going to regulate something, you're going to make it stricter, you're going to um, tighten up access in a bad way. If you tighten up access to guns in a good way, then less bad people get the guns, dude. You know? And if you're just a dude that I get, you want to have an AK-47 or an AR-15? Sure, I don't give a shit. Fine. Yeah, those are fun to shoot. I get it. I understand. You shoot, shoot at targets all day. It's fun. And if you're not a fucking idiot or a crazy person, have one and shoot at a target in a safe, legal place. All you want. And shoot at the wild boars that are taking over Texas or whatever other shit is going on out there. I, I, I've read about that. I understand. But, you know, also, if you want to own an AR-15, uh, take a test. Okay? Get certified. All right? Be required to do like an annual hour of proving that you know how to use it. Or like every three years you have an interview to make sure you're not psycho. Something like that. That doesn't seem like a big deal at all. So, something minimal like how if you want to drive a car, you have to take a test. Physical test and the written test, you know. I don't understand why that is such a big deal to a lot of these people that are pro-gun. Like you should... You should want that because then less people will be able to get guns that are crazy. And then we'll have at least a few less mass shootings. Just in, that's the theory, at least. That's the theory. That's the theory. I don't know. I don't know. It's, um, and it's also, it's, it's ridiculous that people that are super pro gun want zero reform. Like y'all, y'all don't want anything new to change y'all y'all don't want it to be any harder for crazy people to get guns i understand you want crazy people to just not be crazy and maybe the best way for that to happen is a lot more resources be put into mental health that should happen too both of these things can be true at the same time these are not mutually exclusive things these both of these things can be true and should happen at the same time in your boy's opinion okay but you know, the, the reform thing is like when people were talking about defund the police. That's dumb as shit. But the police do need reform. Right? Like reform, reforming the police would probably be pretty nice. You know, maybe don't allow an officer to work for 24 hours straight. Um, maybe don't allow triple overtime to happen. That's that's puts a lot of stress on somebody who's literally risking their life every day. Um, Maybe don't have officers go out for calls that are like nonviolent domestic disputes. Maybe have a fucking therapist person go out. Not a therapist, but you, there's somebody, there's another category for that. Um, you know, just, just easy reform things. Can, there's other things that I read about uh, that involve police reform, but not defunding. Police probably need more money. They probably need more resources so that they can hire more officers, do more training, so that the cops are better and are not only are better at their job, but 
there are more police to share the workload and alleviate the burden of what it takes to be a police officer who's a police officers are like they're everyday superheroes you know what i mean they're already going through their face they're the first fucking wall against crime and bad people we should be giving them more resources not more bazookas and guns but more money for training more money for pay probably so that they don't have to work triple overtime shifts there was a case not too long ago where somebody uh, there's a an officer shot somebody and he was working an overtime shift it was like his second or third overtime shift and he was like exhausted you know you can't make split second decisions like that I forget. I know it sounds like I'm freestyling this right now because I kind of am, but I feel I remember reading about that. Anyways, the the gun thing is like just reform the rules around getting a gun and don't restrict people from if somebody wants to own 500 AR-15s, cool, own that shit. Have your own little stack of guns in a in a warehouse shed on your property. I don't care as long as you're not shooting anyone. You know what I mean? We don't need to restrict people's right to own a gun as long as the people are mentally capable of owning the gun. Aubrey Marcus had a great idea. What was Aubrey's idea? Let's see. Aubrey Marcus, if y'all don't know, is uh, one of the founders of Onnit. He might be the co-founder of Onnit. Straight up founder, I forget. Um, here's what Aubrey said about uh, gun licenses. He said, I, I want everyone who owns a gun, which includes me, to have to earn a license. Okay? He said, the license would be granted upon a psychological evaluation. Kind of like a driver's license that assesses skills. That's what I just said. Except this would be mental health. The agency's testing would have to be government certified, but they should stay independent to help prevent corruption. Because as we know... A majority of places are corrupt, including the fucking NRA. And if you don't think the NRA is corrupt, then talk to Wayne LaPierre and his, the fucking six figures that that motherfucker spends on suits and all the other money that they put into private jets and all the other bullshit, just like every corrupt politician. And now I'm fucking ranting for real, because if you are pro NRA and anti like get left wing politician because Hillary's crooked. Hey, bro, fix your brain. They're all broken. All the systems are broken. All right. Everybody's corrupt. Everybody just wants more money and more power. And that LaPierre motherfucker and everybody at the NRA ain't no fucking different. Okay. They don't want a single change to happen because they want more people to buy guns, as many people as possible to buy guns so that they can keep paying for their fucking cigar lounges and steakhouses and private jets and Rodeo Drive six figure dollar, six figure uh, suits. All right. I feel like I'm I'm like a woke Alex Jones here. Um, <laughs> they're all they're all corrupt, dude. They and then Aubrey says the age should be 21, not 18, and teachers would be compensated for being skillfully trained to conceal carry so that they could help protect schools. I love all of these. Fuck yeah, dude! They just raised the age of tobacco smoking from 18 to 21. Alcohol is 21. Um, yeah, why, why not have guns be 21? I guess because the army is 18 and you can operate a gun in the army. So I guess that won't change. So whatever. But I do like the idea of teachers uh, being compensated a little extra for being skillfully trained to conceal carry. 
and then give whatever teacher passes that test a safe, a gun safe in their room so that they can be ready in case a psycho decides to shoot up a school again, which will happen again and again and again and again and again. It'll continue happening. And having teacher, giving teachers the option to conceal carry and giving a, a, an incentive, like a bonus or something, if they choose to be properly trained to conceal carry um, and have a gun in their classroom, that sounds like a phenomenal idea. I don't, want, I don't know why anybody is against that. And people on the left that, and this isn't everybody on the left, but the ones that I've seen that are screaming at you know, Congress or whatever, like, Republicans have blood on their hands. That shit is so dumb, dude. That shit is so dumb. It's like, okay, no. Um, they, you, you can't just blame an entire section of the country. Like, every single Republican is responsible for all mass shooting deaths. That's wild. People actually think that. Isn't that crazy? Wild. At the same time, if you think nothing should be done in the way of gun reform... Um, I think you're less smart than you could be on the issue. Not on everything. You're probably very smart on many things. But my opinion is that you're not as smart as you could be. Um, it's just little things. It's not going to affect your fucking guns. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody coming for your guns. The slippery slope argument. I understand that. I get it. I get it, dude. But you know what? Not with the way our Constitution was written. Not until democracy fully crumbles will they actually come for your guns. You know why? Because you have guns. Them coming for your guns would make you use your guns against the people coming for your guns. Nobody's going to come for your guns, dude. Alright, anyways. Vote for Michael Schellenberger, California. <laughs> That's the main message of today's podcast. Today's podcast, wow, we went from, what do we go, we went from, look at my face, isn't that funny? We went from transformational music festivals into a 20-minute rant about mass shootings and gun reform. Uh, and I think we're going to top it off with my um, endorsement for Michael Schellenberger for governor of California. How crazy is that? Huh? Yeah, man. Gavin Newsom sucks, dude. He just He's just not very good at his job. He's just not very good, you know? And Michael Schellenberger could do a much better job. Michael Schellenberger is running as an independent. Um, and I highly suggest you check him out uh, if you live in California. And if you don't live in California, move to California so that you can vote in our gubernatorial. That's what it is, right? Guber, gubernatorial election this year. The year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, because he's got, he's good. He's great. He's, I, I agree with pretty much everything I've read about the guy and what his policies are. Um, you know, he thinks mandates for this specific COVID vaccine are unconstitutional or maybe not, maybe unnecessary. Either way, uh, he does not believe in the mandate. He does believe that the vaccine has done more good than bad, um, by a long shot. And I feel the same. Um, but the mandate is trash and should not be done, not, should not be had. Um, he wants to open up access to uh, more water resources for California. Um, in addition to a few other things, cleaning up 
the the homeless situation. Somebody on my Facebook page said unhoused the, the other day. He used the term unhoused. And that's the type of thing where, you know, if I make fun of him for saying unhoused, then that type of person would then say to me, oh, you're, uh, you know, you, you don't give a sh you're not inclusive to those types of people. They're not people to you. You don't, you don't think that they're actually people that deserve your respect. I do, but you know what? Calling them unhoused doesn't make them any less homeless. You know what I mean? It's just what, it's what they are and they need help. And a lot of them don't fucking want help. A lot, a lot of them are choosing the street. And a lot of them um, are obviously affected by drug addictions. And you know what Michael Schellenberger did the other day that I thought was so cool? He talked to a couple of homeless people on the street in San Francisco. And he was talking to them about their background, their history, how they live, why they're living on the street. And this dude said every day he goes into different stores and steals shit. And then he goes to this spot in San Francisco and he sells stuff on the side of the street, makes like 60 to 80 bucks a day, and then spends about that much on heroin. And he's addicted and he wants to not be addicted anymore, but he doesn't know how. And you know, the, the drugs have warped his brain. So now he's a little crazy. And it's like, that's the type of person that's on the street more often than not, it seems like. And the first step toward helping that type of person, it seems, would be to understand them. Uh, you never see Gavin Newsom going straight up to an unhoused homeless person and having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with them, you know? Um, probably because he's too busy drinking his wine and putting gel in his hair and dreaming, daydreaming about being president one day. God forbid this motherfucker ever runs for president or becomes president. That would be awful. Very, very bad. Um, but anyways, look at, look at, look at Shell. Look at the Shell. Go look at the Shell and Burger. I dig him. Seems like a good dude running as an independent. Seems like he actually cares. Um, and, uh, that's the vibe this week, man. That's the vibe. Thank you for tuning in to the vibe, the vibecast. We did it. You know, we are, we are here. I'm gonna show you guys, if anybody's still watching, I'm gonna show you what my view is in this hotel. Look at how cool this is. Look at that. Can you see all that? Is that coming through right there? Yeah, dude. Isn't that pretty? Philadelphia, Philly, we here. Um, so thank you guys so much for kicking it, for hanging. Follow Vibe Rose on Instagram, V-Y-B-R-O-S-E. And uh, check out brentpella.com slash shows for tour dates all summer. Um, new season of Wild and Out is dropping June 21st on VH1. Uh, I did some crazy shit on, on that show this next season, so I'm very excited for that. And I think that's it. I think I'm going to go get a cheesesteak now. All right? Peace and love, everybody. Bye-bye.